Welcome to FinTech Fridays. Oh yeah! A weekly podcast brought to you by the National Crowdfunding and FinTech Association of Canada and Partners. Covering all things FinTech, blockchain, P2P, AI, and alternative finance. Hey everybody, uh, Mansip Khan here, and thank you for tuning in to another fantastical, uh, fantastical? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll make that a word. Uh, another fantastical episode of the FinTech Friday podcast. Uh, again, just before we jump right in to this week's episode, I just wanted to announce that here at the NCFA, we're super excited to launch our fifth annual FinTech and Financing Conference and Expo. Um, it's going to be better known as FFCon 19. Uh, it is happening here in Toronto, Canada between April 3rd and the 4th. So please, I urge you to save the date. FFCon 19 is an immersive two-day conference and expo featuring high-growth startups, scale-ups, emerging technologies, regulations, game-changing projects, the latest trends, deal flow, and investment opportunities. This year's theme is fearless. With so much global risk in the air with U.S. versus China, China and Canada, Brexit, the fintech industry adoption challenges, startup funding challenges, scaling issues, FFCon 19 is empowering companies with everything they need to build amazing next generation businesses right here in Canada and taking them global to show them off to the world. Uh, Again, we're going to be launching it this week. Registration and partnership opportunities will be opening up, so stay tuned and stay involved. And yeah, without further ado, this is episode 25 with Kate and Jason from the Travel Coin Foundation. Jason and Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Our pleasure. Awesome. 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 So I'm going to make this a uh, free ball question. Uh, so for the fans, could you just give us a rundown of essentially who you guys are and what the Travel Coin Foundation is? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the Travel Coin Foundation, we're a not-for-profit. Uh, we're based out of London, England, but because we're a global foundation, our team members are all over the place. Jason is in Toronto, where I know you are, and I'm actually in Kansas in the U.S. So we travel the world. And I, this whole foundation came out of the belief system, the knowledge system that, you know, why are we here? Why is any one of us here? And for us, it's about leaving a deposit right? Not taking a withdrawal so that when we pass, we will have left something behind. We will have made a difference. And we do that because we believe that travel is the one of the biggest things that can solve the division that we see in the world. If you travel at all, in particular, if you travel out of your own country, you very quickly realize how much more alike we are than different. And so with that mindset, the question was, well, what keeps people from traveling? You know, some of those things that, you know, you get fluctuating exchange rates or you land in an airport and there's no Wi-Fi or you have loyalty points at the Radisson, 50,000 points at Radisson, but it doesn't help you a bit if you're trying to book something on Delta or, you know, all of those sorts of things. And that's really what the foundation was born out of is a desire to help solve the issues that travelers face so that we can allow travel to be an easier experience to get people out of their comfort zones and around the world. And it comes from, so Jason and I are partnered with Lisa, who's our chief operations officer. And all three of us have spent decades on our own, both personally and professionally traveling the world. So all three of us love it. Jason's been to, I don't know, I've been to every, all but six countries that that I can ever find. Jason, how many have you been to? I am now at 131. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's really one. what it comes out of. Wow. 
I've, I've only been to LA. That's it. <laughs> I've, that's it. I don't travel as much. Jeez, I feel well, too we're, we're, we're going to open the world to you. So oh, yeah, that's wait. really what it's about. Because when we travel around, even now, I go to a country that I haven't been to in, in a decade, or I go somewhere that I've never been before. And you know, people who don't travel think, oh my God, I don't know what I would do. I, I don't speak the language. I don't understand the culture. I, it doesn't matter. You get there and you realize that everyone just wants to be happy. They mm-hmm. want to have a good job. They want to have fun with their friends, their family. They want to raise their children and they want to leave the world better. And that's what, that's what the foundation's focus is, is to help make that happen. I, I love the idea that you guys are kind of like, I'll, I'll stick with the Radisson and Delta example. I mean, you're having all these like airlines and like hotels, like team up and like have their own little like groups of like, um, be it benefits, be it like, Hey, like if you travel us, you get this, this, and this, the fact that you guys are kind of like combining everything and kind of like, Hey, like this is, we're making this like a more of a conjoined experience. Cause like, the point of traveling is to like have more or less like a sense of purpose, see it, like understand the world a little bit better, get a little bit more worldly, get a little bit more cultured and see like how you pretty much started off the show. Hey, you know, we're all the exact same, you know, like if it's like, for like me and Jason here in Toronto, like you're in Kansas, we're the exact same people. We're very similar, similar experiences, similar pains, what may have you. And the fact that you guys are bringing that together and making that much more accessible for everybody, that's that in and of itself, that's pretty freaking incredible. Yeah, we're very, one, we're very proud of what we're doing. We're very excited about it. And um, it has taken a level of bravery. I've got to be honest from the beginning. The, we've had a lot of naysayers and we've been around over a year, but that first six months was pretty painful. Wouldn't you say, Jason? Did I it, it, it was, it, it was, sorry, it was, uh, oh, uh it was it was challenging for sure yeah because you you have to stand in your own truth you know and when you say to someone look our foundation is going to raise funds and we're going to help bring wi-fi free wi-fi to the entire globe because we believe that wi-fi is a right not a luxury and people kind of go oh yeah right okay it's like no that we are doing it i mean we're having conversations right now with a company in africa that gets um, Wi-Fi to places in Africa that have been up, up till now unreachable. And we're also working with some of the biggest names out there who are working on the satellite systems that will do that, that will canvas the earth with Wi-Fi signals. So it, we've had big dreams that we know we're going to continue to focus on. And things like that loyalty point system, you know, in the U.S. and Canada, I know the average is 21 to 23 loyalty point programs people belong to any one individual and we just feel that there has to be a way to give people an exchange area where they can go in and put in those 50,000 you know radisson points to be able to turn them into delta points so big big things that we plan on solving uh, and that can that list continues to grow um, and it's just really nice to kind of get to this point and, and be able to say, you know, look, we're, we're achieving what we set out to do. Because that first six months, we didn't have a lot of people standing beside us in belief. Right. So, I mean, before I jump into um, a, a little bit, because you guys do have a, a ICO, I think Jason might be a little bit better to um, go into a little bit of nitty gritty uh, to that. When, when me and you talked on the phone, like you mentioned how like you haven't done podcasts in like six months and how much you've grown and like how you guys, the route you guys took is so much, so much more unconventional than like the rest. Could you just like talk on that a little bit more and just like give it, give the audience and, and more or less me. Cause like, I'm, I'm actually very intrigued of like how you've pretty much deviated yeah, from everybody else and kind of like built the, now building this amazing company. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll give you the highlight. And then, yeah, Jason is just absolutely brilliant. One of the most brilliant minds I've ever known. And he can, he can tell you kind of the revolutionary tech side of it. But 
in essence, you know, an ICO, as I, I know you're sure, surely aware of, is, you know, raise the most amount of money in the least amount of time, right? That's, that's the whole point. And so those ICOs tend to come in and, and go out within hours or days or weeks, and no more than a couple months. But from the very beginning, we decided that we were going to utilize that ICO and bring it to real people, not a handful of millionaires or, you know, a, a slightly larger group of people who do this all the time. We want a global community of real people like you and me who can put in up to $500. We have a $500 cap on becoming a subscriber, but you can get up to $500 invested in it to become part of that ICO. And so we knew we needed time. And what we did is we built our ICO out over a 26 tranche schedule. And each tranche, which happens about every four weeks or when that tranche runs out of coin, we release the next tranche of coin and we are bringing it up from a deeply discounted value that started at a penny. And at the end of 26 tranches, when it goes public, it will have reached a dollar. So it, this has not been about getting as much money in the door as we can. This is about enlisting people in our belief of, of what we want to achieve and, and doing it globally. And we would love to reach up to a million global community people um, around the world by the end of that 26th tranche. And that global community is, is the success of TravelCoin. It's why we sit here now in tranche 19, headed to tranche 20, so just six months away from the end of this ICO process, and we have tens of thousands of people around the world who each hold travel coin because they see the vision, they want to be a part of it, and it's been built so beautifully. So that's what I was referring to in the very beginning. People just kind of shook their heads and said, that's not how you do it. That's not how it works. And we were like, yeah, we know. But you know, one of the issues in the world with, with digital currency and the con countries that are pushing back against it is this fear of people losing everything they own, you know, in a pump and dump or something like that. And we wanted to do this with complete integrity and transparency and safety. No one's going to lose their hat at $500 per person. So that's really been the revolutionary approach. And it's been really great after a year being able to say to people, see, it's working. And Jason, I, you chime in because you've, you've, you've built the system. I mean, you're, you're the, the brain behind it. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, when we started, people, um, people were calling us crazy. They were saying, how can you do this? This isn't what an ICO is about. You know, this isn't how it's supposed to happen. And we just, uh, like, like you said, to, to reiterate what you said there, Kate, we just decided we're going to do things differently and be open and uh, show everyone how they can, can be a part of it. And that's, that was the other point that you made, Kate, that was really important to us, where it's not about a few millionaires or a few whales getting in and uh, doing a pump and dump or something like that and and snapping up all of the assets or, or funding a specific project um, because they were big investors or something like that it was about actually bringing others into the tech as well as into the community that we're that, that we're building so and making it accessible and we've done that you know both by the ico and through our corporate our, our corporate partners as well so um that was, yeah, that's and, and, and that's been a big part of it. You know, we very early on, we connected with a company who became our first and is still our biggest and most supportive corporate sponsor, someone who saw what we wanted to do. They were starting off themselves there. It's a company called My Travel Biz. They're a global company. They're dedicated to travel. They, they're opening up the world through a travel product that they have, and they support us. They 
acquire travel coin and it gets awarded to their reps around the world. And so that has helped to build that community as well. And what it's done is one, we've been able to take market share and get a name recognition literally around the world. So we have subscribers in over 50 countries uh, in the last year, but it's allowed us to go from that proof of concept. And for a long time, I talked about us being in proof of life, you know, as we existed through those first 12 months, but now we're able to talk about proof of success. So even before TravelCoin goes public, the success and the adoption of it have allowed two really huge things for us. And one, it was a surprise. I'll get to that in a second. But the first thing is we've been able to develop out a merchant program because so imagine if, if you had been one of those people a year ago who got travel coin, well, great, but now it's just sitting there. You can't do anything with it. And that takes a lot of patience to wait 26 months before you can actually utilize something that you've invested in. And so Jason built um, a, really a revolutionary secondary market um, where within our closed community, they were able to buy and sell, trade basically their coin. Mm -hmm. So that was massive. So it gave them a use. If they wanted to trade some, they could. The other thing that we've, that we've done though is we've built out a merchant program. So I mentioned our, our corporate sponsor. We now have in excess of 30 companies that want to be involved in TravelCoin. And so as a merchant, they subscribe, which means they just sign up, they get their electronic wallet, and they're now selling their wares and their services in countries all over the world um, where if you're a travel coin holder, you can go in and through our electronic wallet, which Jason beautifully built, he and his team, you can not only get a discount on their product, but they will accept a certain percentage of your payment in travel coin. So it's still a closed community. It's just not a public coin, but that whole approach has been crazy. And that's something that is really only doable because of the way in which Jason built this system. And then secondary to that, what it's allowed us to do is we've actually just recently launched our first public coin that did not go through an ICO process. It's called Travel Coin Plus. And it's out on open exchange right now. That was really, that I'm so jazzed about that. I'm not gonna steal Jason's thunder because he's gotta tell you what makes this so different. But we could not have done Travel Coin Plus had we not taken this slow and steady wins the race approach to Travel Coin. So Jason, share what, what Travel Coin Plus looks like. That's, I'm very proud of all of that. You know, everything you said is, is spot on. Um, TravelCoin Plus is sort of the, it's a different asset from TravelCoin and TravelCoin Plus is a publicly available, uh, sort of a traditional cryptocurrency where it's uh, in the open market. It's not through a ICO. It's available to anybody who wants to acquire it. Uh, we're on two exchanges at the moment and we're working with a number of others to be on uh, additional exchanges. Um, but TravelCoin Plus is a sort of a hybrid between a public and a private digital asset in that TravelCoin, we've uh, launched a private blockchain that solves a lot of the problems that are faced by traditional public blockchains, but we provide public access to it. And, you know, that's really a, a step in a really different direction because a purist maybe in the in the cryptocurrency space would say well that's not really a cryptocurrency because it's controlled in in a, a secure environment and it's not fully decentralized in the traditional the way we might traditionally think about it from a technical perspective where it's fully decentralized but 
the way that we govern Travelcoin Foundation, uh, first off, we only trade, if we have Travelcoin Plus, which we do, we only trade our Travelcoin Plus in a very transparent manner. So we have an announcement and if we're gonna, we're gonna be selling Travelcoin Plus. Uh, um, but we have a, what's called a proof of authority network as opposed to a proof of work network. And if you've ever done a cryptocurrency transaction when there's uh, a lot of um, transactions on the network, say uh, last year when, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, uh, CryptoKitties, but CryptoKitties. Oh, I know CryptoKitties very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, crypto CryptoKitties, Manceva, uh, uh, it, it virtually ground um, the Ethereum network to a halt and that really exposed a massive issue with not just the Ethereum network, but with all cryptocurrencies or with a lot of cryptocurrencies whereby, especially proof of work ones, where if that work happens and there's a lot of transactions and there's not a fast uh, mechanism to verify those transactions, the cost goes up. And, you know, at one point, you, you know, transactions were costing $50 on, on Bitcoin at, at one point. And this sort of is the antithesis of the value of cryptocurrency, if you think about it, where I can move tens of thousands of dollars or, uh, you know, virtually unlimited amount of, of value cross-border, person-to-person, anywhere in, in the world. Uh, normally, I can do it for pennies, but all of a sudden, uh, Bitcoin was costing 55, 60, 65, 70 dollars to, to run a transaction. And that was, the, that was, that sort of defeated the purpose. So Travelcoin Plus, we saw all of these issues, transactions are slow. Um, the number of transactions that can be processed per second, uh, the cost of transaction. And we launched the Travelcoin Plus network. It's a fully uh, Ethereum compatible network. It actually runs on pure, uh, it's pure vanilla Ethereum. And the beauty of it is that it's proof of authority, not proof of work. So we have 10 sealer nodes and only those nodes can approve transactions. And Travelcoin Foundation, we uh, we have those 10 nodes and, and they're operating all over the world. And so far, I think we're almost at a million blocks actually that we've, um, that, that we've mined. Um, wow. Uh, they actually, sorry, let me rephrase that. It's not, it's not mine, minted. it's minted. Because yeah. um, we don't actually mine, sorry, it's 717,988 blocks right now. Um, but we don't mine blocks in a proof of authority network, we mint them. So we actually just produce those blocks and the sealer nodes, uh, they have authority, they can verify a transaction um, and it's a random amongst those 10 each time. So. Uh, it, it's super cool. And it's also green, which was very important yeah. to us. Yeah. You know, the green technology side of it, being a foundation in particular, the idea of utilizing the amount of power it takes uh, to power nodes when people are mining them, it's one of the reason, one of the other main reasons we went the way that we did with cloud minting. <laughs> cloud minting. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Because like this is, this is a very interesting uh, concept because you guys are going from minting for mining. Like you guys are, instead of like proof of work, Authority, I, I think like this is something like a concept I think many people may want to look into if not adapt. So can you mm -hmm. talk a little bit more on cloud minting? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll give you sort of the, the marketing angle of it because I, I get the opportunity to travel around the world and tell people who don't understand any of it kind of what it is. And then Jason can give you the, 
the teeth to it. But uh, in essence, you know, for those who, who haven't experienced it, you know, if you want to mine Bitcoin, for instance, you've got to have the nodes and you've got to, it takes an enormous amount of energy. I think, what is it in the US, Jason? It's like $6,000 to mine one Bitcoin, I think. And in other countries, it's up to $27,000 worth of energy consumption to do that work in addition to the equipment and the fans because of the heat and all of that. So we, the people who, who come to us to become mentors don't have any of that. It's all through the cloud. So they don't have to have the equipment. They simply buy into it. And then the coin, every 10 seconds, a percentage of coin is minted for them. Jason, you want to fill in the, the blanks with the t cool tech stuff? So that's that's about it. We've got our, our sealer nodes and we've got lots of other nodes and those sealer nodes, uh, they, they funnel transactions and then our, our sealer nodes seal them. The, the beauty of the system is that you don't need specialized equipment. You don't need um, uh, you don't need a, a server farm, a, a room a, a full of um, servers and, and specialized computers, ASIC miners that are, are you know, running 24-7 competing for the authority to, to produce a transaction. If you're on our network and you're um, producing transactions, those sealers will seal those transactions for you and, and they'll be added to our permanent blockchain. Um, the idea that you don't need all of that stuff also makes it more accessible to, to everyone around the world. You know, a normal person without a huge amount of technical knowledge can, can join our network and reap the benefits of having uh, a cryptocurrency and participate in using that new technology. The important thing for us is, you know, see, see a need, fill the need, and then find partners. I've always said that I, want, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, right? I want to have smarter people around me all the time because they, they pull out the best in all of us. We feel the same way with our company. So even with, the, let's take TravelCoin Plus, right? Because I talked about TravelCoin, how we have this merchant program and all of that. TravelCoin Plus, we wanted to not only have, have it as a digital currency that goes out there, goes on the open markets, but we wanted to give people... A, a, a purpose for it like let me give you something that could really change your life with this travel coin plus so we've actually uh, partnered with a company called crowdshare club and so if you if you become uh, a mentor of travel coin plus and you get your node you can take those travel coin and you can put them towards property ownership real estate which as you know is the number one best investment that you can make but no one has the money to go to well for instance they have a project in dubai you can't go to dubai and spend five hundred thousand dollars on this property yourself yeah. i mean I, I know i certainly can't but what crowdshare club has done and they have now partnered with us to achieve is their crowdfunding real estate projects so now if you are someone who has travel coin plus we can give you a real world application right now that will benefit you over the coming years, over the coming decades, and help build your portfolio where you can own a percentage of this amazing, it's called the world Dubai. You know, I don't know if you know about it, but they've reclaimed uh, sea. You know, they've put land out there. They've made all these islands, and they're getting ready to get things open for 2020 when they're celebrating uh, their big celebration in Dubai. So, and there are other properties that they offer around the world. So that's, you know, our point is not just to give somebody 
a resource like a digital currency or whatever. We want actionable items. We want to help shift people's lives. Ordinary people who would never, you would never have been able to do that. Some, some guy who's working his tail off in Pakistan could never dream to be able to be a part owner in a, in a, a hotel room, in a suite in Dubai. But that's what, at the, as the foundation, that's what we want to do. And, and that's why the, the companies with whom we've uh, connected ourselves as sponsors and as partners are all also revolutionary. I mean, my travel biz and CrowdShare Club, and you can go onto our website and see uh, all these opportunities. And that's what we're going to continue to do, is not just provide someone, anyone can give you a digital currency. God knows there's plenty of them out there. We, we are doing this to allow people to change their lives in ways that they could never have conceived. Crowd sharing uh, in the real estate space, uh, that, that's, that's a topic that we've definitely covered on the show. I mean, uh, just the fact that people can be part owners or partial owners of property investments. I mean, like we had like R2 investments a, a couple episodes back where like they're helping people get in, getting to commercial real estate, which is even tougher, right? Like, hey, owning a house is great, but like try owning an office building or an entire right. plaza. Oh, and like, right. and you're my age? Like, I'm just a kid out of college. Like, I. I could never build Absolutely. that amount of wealth, right? Well, I mean, and like this, this property in Dubai, for instance, because everything that CrowdShare is putting up there are really good, solid. They already have yield, right? They already mm -hmm. have rental yield numbers. So they're able to say this is a, an, an established property. You're not buying a, a slack of land that you're going to build on. The one in Dubai is a guaranteed average 8% return for a guaranteed 12 years. I mean, that, that's unheard of. Only Dubai could do that. But it, it's exactly to your point. Someone your age right now could, for a, a pretty low amount, become a part owner in a project like that. And then just go let it sit. Just let it work for you over the next 10 to 20 years. It's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, really no, is. no, for sure. I mean, I'm just going to switch gears here. So on, if, if you go on the actual travel coin website, there is a timeline of all the amazing projects that you've completed and a list of future projects that you have to look forward to. So, I mean, you guys have some pretty big ones ahead of you. So I guess like, what are some of the challenges when it comes to, you know, like opening up free Wi-Fi and, you know, like opening up real estate um, opportunities for, for everyone? Well, you know, I always I like to say that, you know how you eat an elephant, right? one bite at a time. So yeah, we have some big elephants on there. I mean, that loyalty point swap system I talked about, that's massive. That, and, and that's not something we're going to achieve in the next year, but it's something we just keep chipping away at. Um, the DAO, you know, to have a, a voting opportunity for all of our subscribers uh, is very important to us. Jason's made amazing strides on that with his team um, because we want travel coin holders to have a voice about where we go in the future and what we focus on next. Um, so what we're doing, you know, we slow and steady wins the race. We are funding already funding for free Wi-Fi. We have built out that secondary market. The Dow is almost done. Um, we've taken the smallest baby steps in that loyalty point system. We've also introduced something called the future travel program with that corporate partner. I, I mentioned my travel biz where we're going to begin to identify things like the hyperloop. You know, there are several countries in the world that are looking at how we change travel in the future and make it easier for people. We're going to continue to look for those sorts of programs that we can fund. So it's, it's yes, there are things we're building ourselves internally, like that loyalty point swap system and the Dow and things like that. But our focus for the long term, our, our five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan, which we've already drafted out, 
out even before we began, um, includes really finding those people that we can support, right? I, we're not going to create a satellite system to bring free Wi-Fi to the world, but we can find the best of the best out there who are doing it and we can become a, a strategic partner for them and help achieve that, thus feeding back into our main goal of making travel easier. So um, yeah, we have a lot on that timeline and we have a lot that we haven't even put on that timeline because I think I said to someone recently, if I had told you a year ago that one of the dreams of the foundation is to find companies that are going to revolutionize um, auto travel with flying cars, people would have thought I was nuts. People, but today, people, people still think you're nuts. They do. But today, it's a little less nuts because I can yeah, tell you a lot true. of articles about a lot of companies. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's how far forward we're focused. You know, we are going to help change travel. We're going to open the world up to itself. I love that. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw the question out to you guys. So aside from the incredible work that you guys are doing at the travel coin foundation, what are you guys most excited about? Um, be it in the cryptocurrency space or being in other areas? Well, I, I'm sure Jason's going to have some really cool stuff. I'll just say quickly, you know, one of the things I look at week to week, um, I love uh, tapping into where blockchain is being embraced, where you see new digital currency being embraced. I'm really excited about the growth potential in, in 19 for that. And as evidenced by this week, I got really jazzed because JP Morgan is the first US-based bank that is actually going to launch a cryptocurrency um, to, to deal with a need within their system. I think that as we see legislation start to move, especially in the U.S. and China, where they're so anti it, I'm getting really excited about the strides that the that blockchain and, and crypto are making in 19 and um, just overall for the world. I think that's amazing. The fact that Dubai is such a great example of blockchain and how they're incorporating it into every aspect of their government. Um, I'm, I'm really jazzed about it. I think 2020, we're going to be able to look back and see 2019 as a real pivotal time. Uh, in both those industries. Jason, how about you? Uh, I, uh, I agree 100%. I think with, um, you know, as it, it's been a really interesting uh, few years in the crypto space with, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, that, that situation that you mentioned with JP Morgan and Jamie Dimon uh, introducing their own cryptocurrency, this is going to really shake up the, the space in terms of the decentralized um, cryptocurrencies. And what was interesting is, even though they announced it, the entire market, there was almost no change in the entire market. And that says a lot about where crypto is today, I think, versus a year ago and where um, blockchain technology and cryptocurrency technology is going to be in another year or two years or five years. Because if a big bank, you know, one of the largest banks in the world, JP Morgan, can, can say, hey, I'm we're launching our own cryptocurrency and the the unregulated market who is is known for being very skittish and and reacting to everything literally doesn't doesn't react at all to it i think that that shows the strength and stability of it and then it also shows that the world is now realizing hey this technology is here to change and it's transformative and we're going to actually embrace it as opposed to uh, to, to fighting against it. Um, uh, I think that, you know, all the projects that we're working on as well, um, you know, next year, we're going to see lots of other things. And like Kate said, there's so many things that, that aren't on that list um, that, that we have going on. It, it's a super, super exciting time. Yeah. You said, you said a lot of your listeners are, or all of your listeners are in this space. Some are 
younger folks who are just coming into it. Others are, you know, already in and looking for the, the next new thing. Is that, did I say that right? Yeah, you did. So I, I love this one, <laughs> Jason. Uh, Jason, what, what do you geek out about most right now in, in what's happening in the industry? What's the, what's the next new thing that, that you're hearing about? You know, I really think that the, the the mainstream adoption this this there's so many benefits of mainstream adoption. Whether it's you know whether it's actually making the actual business use case for it, or the 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 broader effects that it has on or the potential it has on uh, products, whether the 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 strength it has for data and how we can have uh, privacy and we can share our data in a, uh, a secure way. You know, uh, one of the things that, that I, I hear a lot about lately is blockchain in, say, um, uh, the medical space, uh, where um, here in Canada, actually, there's, there's a number of projects going on in the, in the, the healthcare space where, you know, uh, records are being stored in a secure way on secure blockchains and you can share that data using your private token with only the people you want to so even the 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 nurse at that that doctor's office that you're at can't see the can't see your file only the the your treating physician and they have to authorize access because they have that key that you've shared with them so there's lots of you know this is the next evolution um you know, we have a we started with with Bitcoin about uh, ten years ago, uh, just over ten years ago now, and it started. It was really inefficient, and we're seeing lots of we're seeing lots of efficiencies being made. And now we're going to see mainstream adoption. And this is what I geek out about because it's the advancement of technology. And the, you know, you know, Kate, this is what I love. I love pushing the boundaries and making it better and making it easier for people to use. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, that's actually one of the first times I've understood every single thing you've said when you talk about the stuff you're geeking out about. Oh, that's hilarious. Generally, generally <laughs> I have to say like, whoa, Jason, I don't understand. What, what is that? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried, awesome. I, tried, I tried to explain to a girl at a bar what security tokens were. Oh, that was funny. That was uh, the, the looks I got from my friends. Oh, man. They st they're, they're probably listening to this right now in the future. But like, they're, oh, God. They still give me that look. Like, come on, dude. But, but it, what's really interesting about that is how, explaining a security token is actually relatively easy compared to. Oh, it's so easy. Oh, my God. Compared, so compared to, compared to con explaining maybe a utility token and then explaining the divide between the two of them. Oh, yeah. And essentially how, and like, a security token and then like a stable token it just oh my god i get so you you, you can just rabbit hole for hours and like the poor person like you're talking to kind of go like cat dude you lost me three minutes and like yeah in crypto what now what computer do i need what like i don't know what you're talking about all right so <laughs> i'm uh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up so uh what would be the best way for the audience that girl at the bar uh, to contact you guys, would it be through email? Would it be through Snapchat? Uh, smoke signal? I mean, what would be the best? <laughs> you know, the best. Carry really, your pigeon. <laughs> carry your pigeon. Ooh, that's, I'll use that for the next one. I'll use that for the next one. <laughs> you know, the best thing really is to hop online and go to travelcoin.org and check us out. There's a way to contact us there. We, we have a big presence in social media, in particular on Facebook. Um, and you can find all of our contact information there as well. Um, so yeah, you just hop on and see what we're doing and see if it aligns. You, the great thing is people can become subscribers without investing a thing. You don't have to invest in TravelCoin. You can just sign up and, and stay in tune with what's going on uh, over at TravelCoin Foundation. And when we're doing something that really sparks a fire in you, 
then join us. Join us on this journey because it's for ordinary, what I call ordinary, extraordinary human beings. We want, we want to build this global community and, and that's what we're doing. So yeah, travelcoin.org. And that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another amazing episode this week. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to NCFA Canada. We are now on iTunes and on Spotify. So if that's where you traditionally listen to your podcast, we are there now. Um, but if you want to stick to listening on SoundCloud, that's totally fine too. But um, if you are going to follow us on iTunes, I it will mean the absolute world to us if you could give us a five-star rating and give us a little bit of a feedback. I mean, we love hearing what you guys think, any um, suggestions, any concerns, any questions um, that you have and that you think need to be addressed on the show. We'll love to hear them out and we'd love to even have them on the show. I think that'd make it a lot more fun and uh, that much more engaging. So on the behalf of NCFA Canada's leading fintech and crowdfunding association, I wish you an amazing fintech Friday and weekend. You've been listening to Fintech Fridays, brought to you by NCFA and Partners. Tune in weekly for the latest Fintech Friday podcast by subscribing to this channel. The National Crowdfunding and Fintech Association of Canada is a nonprofit actively engaged with social and investment fintech sectors around the globe and provides education, research, industry stewardship, services, and networking opportunities to thousands of members and subscribers. For more information, please visit ncfacanada.org.